Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bruh? Uh, we talking misogyny in hip hop. Uh, and that's a long time coming too. Pause, yes. I guess. But uh Yeah. I mean we've touched on it in prior episodes just very in, in a very abbreviated way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh I mean it's time, bro. It's time to have this conversation. We had it a conversation about uh, social justice uh, a couple years back. I feel like it's been. We had a conversation about homosexuality and hip hop. Right. Uh, it's 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 past time that we have a conversation about massage. This is. I'm, I'm gonna just say this. I think it's long overdue. To be honest, we probably should have done this within the first fifty episodes. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. And, and over 100 in and hadn't talked about this. And now that you mention it, this probably should have been an episode we had a female guest on. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So so with that, with that being said, we'll further this conversation later because I know we won't get it all in. You see what right. I'm saying? Within, within what, 50 minutes to an hour. That's not possible. Yeah. So this is something that this is going to be a continued conversation because I know it's, I think it's that important. And I know you do. Um, yeah. Uh, it's funny that, you know, I, I, saying that we think it's that important, but you wouldn't know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, simply put, you wouldn't know it based on, I mean, not necessarily the musical choices, because I don't think I listen to the most misogynistic hip hop. Right. Uh, but I think there was probably an era where I was listening to the more misogynistic. Nah, that, that's the thing. That's 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 kind of my point. I don't. I was yeah. never like too live crew. Right, I was, right, I was right. honestly never too short. I was never um, even when Snoop was running everything. I wasn't. I was anti West Coast at the time. You right. know what I mean, but there was plenty of East Coast. Yeah, yeah Hip hop artists that defamed women and just didn't, right. and they were disrespectful, and you know. Right. And, and and that's, I think, one of the points that we have to make right at the onset of the podcast is that a little bit is too much. Facts. Right. Because it was artists that we like. Um, and, it, and this is a general thing. And we're going to get into some of what led to all of this, like meaning the artist perspectives on women, particularly mm-hmm. from black artists. Right. But I was never, you know, too, too live crew type of dude I, at the time when Snoop was running stuff right, right. I was I was heavy east coast right. right so but even though that we didn't necessarily subscribe to the ones that that had extremely over the top misogynistic uh lyrics and behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> even though we didn't we still like artists that still had an undertone of it mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when they did when women came up Right. Like it was very very few, um, it was very few artists that um, in their lyrics and delivery they had a very uh, positive outlook and things to say about women. You know, it, what I mean, in was, general, it was in general, it was only the conscious artists, right? It you was know? only conscious artists, and even they, right, right, even, and even right. with them, we can find. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We can find <laughs> little pockets of what can be definitely interpreted Bro. as misogyny. Like when you think of <laughs> common. Uh, that was my example. Oh, I know you was gonna probably say whole happy Jack. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I was gonna say whole happy Jackie. Yeah, that's AZ. Okay, that's AZ song. So, so no, but common went on. I think can I have a dollar? Can, with, yeah, can I borrow said, a dollar? There's a party in your mouth, and everybody's coming. Man, there's a song on there called "Just Dog the Bitch." Yeah, on Common's first album. That was my first example album. on his first yeah. album. I knew it. I knew it would be. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's what I mentioned. And, yeah. and and I'm thinking back to my teenage years. I was acting that out while that song was playing. I'm gonna put it that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just doing mm-hmm. stuff that just didn't make sense. You know what I mean? Right. Like you know, and it, it, it definitely wasn't respectful who I was with, and she wasn't demanding respect. So I think we was in some way playing out the music that we were hearing. You know what I mean? Not 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 on not purpose. unknowingly, unknowingly, unknowingly. Yeah. And it's funny, like when we both mentioned that we didn't, we wasn't subscribing to. Two live crew we wasn't subscribing to mm-hmm. uh, Snoop at the time lyrically, uh, but I can say visually at the time that that music was out, it didn't make no difference what the music sounded like. I was watching that video, right? You understand what right. I'm saying? I was watching mm-hmm. the "Oh Me So Horny" video. I was watching, you know, what I'm saying all that, all that trash. You know what I mean? I'm watching that. I'm watching Snoop and then poor, you know, what I'm saying spray the girls with forty bottles and I mean, you know, what I'm saying with forty mm-hmm. ounces and that and that stuff. You know, so to say that. I wasn't partaking in it because I was an East Coast, you know what I'm saying, East Coast head. Yeah, would, would be would be false. I wasn't partaking in the music necessarily, but the the vibe and the the misogyny, the misogynistic yeah, right. aspects of it. I was definitely taking it, taking part in it. You know, <clears throat> right? Absolutely. So we always go when we had these conversations. We kind of go to the beginning, mm-hmm. right? So we could start with like your first real uh, memory of female hip hop, like women in hip hop. Oh, as artists? Any, any, any. Just give me your okay. first. I, I, okay. So the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of my earliest uh, introduction to women in hip hop, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just coming from the artist standpoint, it will honestly be MC Light. Paper Thin, okay. um, MC Light, Georgie Porgy. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, I would probably say mine was, I'm going to throw, it's, it's like a spectrum. Well, actually, it's yeah. not. It's really Salt and Pepper. Okay, yeah. Salt and, and, yeah. and The Rock Sands. Okay, got Let's you. Let's start with Shantae. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Of course, you yeah. got to start with Shantae because there is got no to. Rock Sands without Shantae. And she was the one that could spit. You feel right. me? So it it was it was it was salt and pepper, and and there was other female that that had songs. You know what I'm saying? But not that didn't make the, they didn't make the impact. I guess because I was in the south. I think there was some. Obviously, there was some up north that was popping before these women were. But yeah. the ones that I remember having an impact, and I was like, I mean, actually, uh, salt and pepper. I can't even remember the full name of the album, but it was something and vicious. Cool, something vicious. I bought mm-hmm. that joint at the flea market. You know what I mean? I had to have it. You know, what I mean? it was fire. Yeah. Uh, Roxanne was was crazy. Roxanne, the the real Roxanne was actually at the first concert I went to. Mm. She was she was the only person that was at that concert that 
I quote unquote met. Oh, okay. You know? And even then I was just in awe how beautiful she was. Her music wasn't you know, it was all right, but she wasn't Roxanne Shantae, so it was like she was the pretty one and Roxanne was the spitter. Right. So even then there was a delineation. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like even that yeah. early there was a delineation on what they were selling. Roxanne Shantae yeah. was a spitter and, and Roxanne, the real Roxanne was pretty. And you right. it was obvious somebody was writing her rhymes. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Not I mean it wasn't, but it was. Yeah, I I definitely follow. So yeah, I mean I do know I do know women were representing themselves a lot differently in the beginning of hip hop than they are today. And then you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, and, and that's why maybe um because I remember salt and pepper, push it mm-hmm. and other stuff. Yeah. But like um I think MC Light might be the epitome of how they were represented earlier on. And what I mean by that is mm. they were trying to, they wanted, well, it seemed like um, they wanted to be respected for being an artist. Because they're running, I mean, they're running against all these other men in a genre that's dominated by men. Right. They wanted to be respect, like MC Light by far got respect. I think, for lyricism. right. And I think that is the reason that's your perspective. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Because we we I think we gravitated to what she was doing because it was more core hip hop, yeah, than what Salt and Pepper was doing. Salt and Pepper was more pop hop, yeah. It was hip hop, but it was it was it geared was towards being the most popular hip hop possible. Absolutely, you see what I'm saying? And especially mm-hmm. over time, that's what it went to. Now, what I will say is that Salt Pepper, Salt and Pepper, to me, kind of, if you think about it. Let me ask the question because I don't know whether that's my I don't know whether that's my perspective or not. I just want to kind of give it some thought before I say this is true. But but with with dudes, you can't really think of you can think of hip hop artists that are represented as like well rounded humans, like a well rounded man, right? Yeah. I think salt. Do you think Salt and Pepper gave you more of a perspective of what a well of of more of what a woman is versus what MC Light did, because MC Light was almost more boyish. Yeah, well, I felt like MC Light was well-rounded. I do too. I do. So I, I just don't yeah. think you got the sexualized side from her. I think you got no, the but like no, but you side. Uh huh. Right, but no, I was just gonna say, but. It's funny. That's why I mentioned like two songs that immediately stuck out to me for when mm-hmm. I was young, right? Mm-hmm. The Georgie Porgy, because that is her. She's talking relationship, yeah. talking about you know mm-hmm. uh, male female interaction and stuff. So right. uh, I kind of felt like you know. I think <laughs> we feel the repping. same. I think we feel the same way. She's more yeah. indicative of the woman that you actually meet. Right. True. You see true. what I'm saying? So true. the actual human woman, she was more indicative of that. Like Salt and Pepper did have the sexualized side. They yeah. had the more serious talk to the to the actual subject matters, but a relationship song from MC Light was a relationship song. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's I'm just trying to kind of draw the draw that line. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and there's and there's a there's a there's a lineage. You know what I mean? And I think Salt and Pepper in the early days, there were people that were 
you had finesse and sin quest you had uh other girl groups that were trying to follow the path of what salt and pepper was doing yeah you see what i mean so you had mm-hmm. you had paths going both ways because right. i think queen latifah is more of a in the lineage of mc light absolutely yeah but i would say which is crazy i would think foxy and kim are more in the lineage of salt and pepper yes i agree you see what i mean Mm-hmm. It's like you got a Bahamadia and you yeah, got a. I, I was about to say Bahamadia. I, I knew that name was coming today. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's even though Foxy to me was a spitter. Yeah, yeah. Kim sure. to me was a spitter, even though, you know, I, they had help, but it didn't make no difference. Their verses was fire. Right. And so did Salt and Pepper. <laughs> so did Salt and Pepper. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, shit. So did Curtis Blow. Right. So did Easy E. So did, you know what I mean? So what? So the Snoop, the biggest artist ever. So did Snoop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, let's let's. So did Drake. Let's not. You know what I mean? So if we gonna, right. We ain't even gonna get into that. That ain't what we talking yeah. about. Yeah. Because that's but, a whole nother misogynistic conversation. You see what I'm right. saying? Right. But, but but you know it's going to be important. Because it's funny that we're talking about misogyny in hip hop, right. and then we talked about these over some of these overly sexualized songs, mm-hmm. they were written by men. <laughs> that That's portraying women as subjects. That's important. You know what I mean? That's like, important. Uh, uh, yeah. So that, that, but that's good. Yeah. That becomes extremely important. And later on in the conversation that a lot of these songs down to, of course, Foxy Brown. Right. Album was a split between writing for the most part, a split between Jay-Z and Nas. Yeah. Yeah, the Jay-Z Ilana album. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, and so, push it, push it real good was written by I forgot his name. You know his name, but Herbie. Know. Yeah, yeah. Herbie mm-hmm. Lovebug, maybe. Okay. Right, yeah. right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, I, I totally understand. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So is that part of the misogyny that they have to play the part that some man writes for them to even get into the game? That could that I think that could be part of it and the actual content of what is written for them. Right. So how they end up being betrayed. Right. So maybe that's the root cause. Is that you they have to go through the the system is set up so that they have to go through a man or men or a crew of men. You know what I mean? To to get on. So in that way, they are a reflection of that crew or of that man that put them in that position. Yes, I would say so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know an artist, or I don't know a situation that is other than that. What you just said, I could think of one. The mm. only one that I could think of is Queen Latifah because she ran her crew. Flavor Unit was hers. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Like everybody, yeah. everybody in Flavor Unit was under Queen Latifah. Right. So, but her narrative was always hers. Yes. So yeah, so she would be the exception and not the rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and narrative wise, I mean I I think MC Light's narrative was always hers. You know what I mean? She came in with her mm-hmm. brothers though. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like Milk mm-hmm. D's her brother, so it ain't like he was gonna ask her to do something to Right. You know what I mean? To play herself, <laughs> yeah. you know. So yeah. it's important to who you come in with. Big Big you it's obvious how big saw Kim. Yeah, it's clear. I, what what he saw her value as as far as being able to sell 
her in the marketplace. I'm not even saying he just saw her as a sex object. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, value in the industry-wise is obvious how he saw her. Yeah. It's obvious, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, but I wonder how much of that do did, did, did Kim invite? How much of that did Foxy invite? Right. But... Mm. Even if they did, I say that's the same way you would say a young artist invited getting beat by signing a bad contract. You almost mm-hmm. coerced into inviting it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I can't even put that on them. Even if they was like, yo, I'll do it. I don't care. Let's whatever it take. Like, that hunger is that hunger. Like, it, Somebody right. should have somebody should have been able to protect them just like somebody should be able to protect the young artists. Right. Say, and that's no, that's was, not what you have to do. Right. And I, that's what I was gonna say. Even if they were willing to do whatever, um even if they weren't, somehow they were gonna be manipulated into doing it. That's a fact. That's a big fact. <laughs> that's a big fact. It, it's and all they, and they're not gonna wanna lose the opportunity. That's true. So they're gonna go along with it. That's true. That's true. Or I should say, that's what seemed to be the case most often in hip hop. Yeah, I can't. I, I mean, like you said, there's only really one situation we could think about where it really wasn't <laughs> the case. I mean, they didn't play Bahamadia. They didn't play. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's there's a couple women that they that they didn't play. And right. I, I, but, but, I would say they didn't play them because they wasn't allowed. Right. I think I think that. And to be honest, so I'm just going to be honest. So I think it's two parts to mm-hmm. it. Okay, well, another part. Yes, they probably didn't allow it, but I also feel like they maybe didn't see them mm-hmm. as that way. Right. That way that they, yeah. they, I don't think they was, they didn't have the look. Bahama, mm-hmm. I don't feel like they, they didn't feel like Bahama D had the look as a little Kim or Foxy Brown. So right. that, what they was trying to push wouldn't work. But also when you name the people, like uh, that came later, like Bahamadia. Let's just say a Bahamadia in compare and contrast, because both uh, to uh, Foxy Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Who had the most success? Who's more world renowned? Foxy. Fact. You know what I mean? So the point is, the one that played the game is the ones that advance further. If you yeah. didn't play the game, you're only going so far. That's true. And I mean, that's 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 the way hip hop is set up. I mean, you have hip-hop. these you have these. People and, and like we keep saying is 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 sad, but it seems to be based on the crew of men or the man that you come in with. Just like Lauren Ooh. came in with the Fugees. Yeah, you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. The record industry still got hold of Lauren. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But I think the fact that she didn't want to fold and be what they wanted her to be is what forced her out of the industry in this, in, in 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 the first place. Right, right. Now, I'm going to grab my phone real quick because I want to look up something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that is a, a great point about how why she's not here anymore, like mm-hmm. why she's not in the industry for the most part anymore. Right. Um, that speaks to the very core of misogyny that's really embedded in the heart of the music, the music industry itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to skip too far ahead, so I'm just going to leave that there. I'm going to just say that. 
Well, maybe maybe we need to go ahead and go there because I was thinking I was in my head. I was thinking, well, maybe we need to tell the people how we got here. Okay, yeah, because okay, well, let me follow up with that and say because and it's not. And I, I was thinking as I was saying it to say in the music industry, and we can just leave it there in the music industry mm-hmm. because. And then I'll let you speak to what God is here, because as we learn from the documentary that you told me to look at, and we already knew this, it's not something that is is not like a novelty of hip hop. It's in all of the genres. That's right. It's right. All of the genres in the music and the way the business is played out. Exactly. Both parts of misogyny is there. Exactly. Period. I mean, I mean, honestly. Hip, the hip hop music industry is is only a reflection of the major major music industry. You know what I mean? Of the music yeah. industry that existed before hip hop existed. Like we learned how to beat people from them, and we choose, and some of us choose have chosen to continue their practices. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? And 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 the misogyny, the power that comes with those that that comes with those positions, uh we we chose to continue to use that too, some of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's a I mean, that's all the way down to that's all the way down to groupies, bro. You see yes. what I mean? Like I didn't yeah. I I didn't make it to no level in hip hop where nobody should have been a groupie. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But even I came across people and came across opportunities to to act with power. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it just so happened I was the type of person that I didn't. I don't. I I'm a hunter. I I don't want it. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I want to go out. Yeah, yeah. If I, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I ain't. Yeah. Don't don't run up on me trying to. Cause I cause you. You know that's foul to me. Like you know, if you don't like me, you don't like me. If you, I don't, if I don't want to pay you to like me, right? You see what I'm saying so it don't right. do nothing for right. me. But some people need that power and they get off on that power. So as soon as they figure out they in the position where they can make some move, they do. Yeah, yeah. you see what I mean. Uh, but either way, to tell people how we got here, like how we got to having misogyny, this conversation about misogyny hip hop. Actually, part of it you don't know is. I asked my girl if she had watched the documentary, if she had seen it. And mm-hmm. she was like, nah. And then she was like, well, y'all should talk about the documentary on the show. And I was like, yeah, we 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 can. We just have to find a way to, you know. And she was like, you know, misogyny and hip-hop is a is a broad enough topic. And I was like, yo, we should have been did that. Like, that's, that's it. Like, that's perfect. That's what we'll do next, right? So yeah. I was... I was definitely going to ask you to watch it, but her suggestion expedited me ask you to watch mm-hmm. it, right? Um, but the documentary is on HBO Max, and I can't remember the name of it right off the top. Um, oh, it's called On the Record. Thank you. So, Which is perfect. Double entendre. Double too, entendre, there. yeah. So it's primarily about... Uh, this young lady, I can't remember her name. I'm bad. And I saw it a couple weeks uh, ago. Drew Dixon. Drew Dixon. Yes, 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 yes. She's mm-hmm. a and r She made her way to be A&R at Def Jam. She, um, I won't right. tell you the whole story, but she put together some really, really important records in hip-hop. One of them being All I Need from uh, Mary J. Blige. 
and Method Man, uh-huh. which actually uh-huh. made our list of uh, collab yeah. songs. You know what I mean? Best yeah. collab yeah. songs of all time. So she she was the A and R behind one of the right. greatest collabs of all time. Um, right. Among yeah. other things, she brought Kanye and John Legend, who was still John yeah. Stevenson's, to to L.A. Reid before they were ever signed, and he turned them down for foul right. reasons. Right, passed on them. Yeah, for foul yeah. reasons though. He didn't just pass on them; he passed on them because she wouldn't sleep with him. Right. You know what I mean? She right. passed, he passed on her because she wouldn't sleep with him. Right. And that was after her whole run-ins with Russell. That was after Russell raped her. Let's just get right to it. That was yeah, after yeah, the Russell yeah, yeah. rape. Yeah. Come on. And they, I mean, I'm not saying this with, with like in jest. I'm saying this because it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous that she went through. She was that important to hip hop. And the culture still put her through that. Right. Not that and, anybody would deserve not not the not the the, the right. less important you are, the that more accurate you, yeah, you I get deserve what you're it, saying. But like you should at least be able to recognize who you doing it to. Right. You know what I mean? Like how sick mm-hmm. are you that you can't even like you don't value nothing or nobody. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like as much as we love Russell. Russell is a complete and whole dirt bag out here. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, it's yeah. That was very yeah. It it was ridiculous. Like in the story, so it was it was good. It was a very good documentary. Right. Absolutely. Very good documentary. Absolutely. I learned a lot that I didn't know, so it increased my hip hop knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, like she was behind putting together the. Um, show soundtrack i think it was yeah you know it was that was crazy yeah um and and like anything i have some some questions not questions in regard to the the validity of the story right but questions about man i i hate the fact that they felt helpless or they felt like they couldn't tell because her mom was mm-hmm. the former mayor of D.C. So right. you would think, so when she moved to New York to pursue her musical dreams, you would think if something that, you know, uh, traumatic happened, right. that she right. would have, you know, the necessary support system to right. combat, you know, this big iconic figure because of, you know, political ties to her family or, you know, connections that her family may have made in that area. So that was the only... Um, that was the only thing about me. I wish, like, when the stuff happened. Yeah. So that was, so I'm gonna be honest. It was two things. So that I wish, like, I mean, I can't know because I ain't never been raped. I haven't been sexually abused. So I don't know how you would feel or what I would do in that situation, right? You know, particularly speaking as a woman, I can't because I'm a man. So I can't speak for them. But um, I'm just saying that. For justice reasons, it would be good for them. I, I, I wish the stuff wouldn't take years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because what happens is the per the perpetrators get still garner support and love. Right. And we don't know, and we're blindsided. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, um, the, 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 the sad, um, not to cut you off, but the yeah, sad thing ahead. is, bro, if she had done this, then they would have crushed her. Maybe, but I'm still banking on on her family. Being, you know, I mean, having some degree of authority and power. You see what I'm saying? I, and, I, I understand and, what and you're saying. I put it to you this way: they, they would have. Well, one it, other part. It's very simple to decapitate. 
Which very oh, similar okay. to Kaepernick. Okay. She yeah. was doing what she loved. Right. They would have crushed her. Mm-hmm. But she didn't realize that she realized later is they ended up they crushed her anyway. Anyway. Right, 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 right. But it took time for her to get to that. She was trying to maintain Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Who she right. is. Right. And and uh and I and all my years aren't accurate. Like I can't tell you the year when she first had her first not even when she first had uh, got raped, but by like right. sexually abused or harassed by him, right? The right. first time that happened. But she mentioned when it first happened, she told some friends, whatever. One of the things, this is my part too, the family thing, and then my other question was, um, I would have thought, and I could be, of course, wrong because I'm assuming, but I would have thought that if she felt like she could talk to anyone in the industry, right, mm-hmm. at that time, it would have been big because she said she stayed on on Big. And Big used to tell her, like, when you take the train, you know, come down my block because I run my block and you'll be good. Ain't nobody going to bother you. So she said Big kind of looked out for her and stuff like that. So I thought maybe, you know what I mean? She, You know right. what I mean? I feel you, you but I mean? I'm, I'm just going to keep it 100. Yeah, but go ahead. She's inside the industry. Right. She knew exactly how powerless Big really was. So telling Big is just like telling one of her girls. Yeah. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Like, telling Big is just like telling one of her homegirls. No effect. It's not going to do nothing. He can't do nothing. Big got a contract. Big don't run nothing. Didn't run. He might could go beat Russell up. The best he gonna yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking more along them lines. <laughs> I mean, that be, you see what I'm saying? But that's the best that's gonna happen is Russell gonna get beat up. You see what I mean? Yeah. That's the best. And then I'm gonna think I'm gonna put it to you this way too. We talking about Drew Dixon. Yeah. There were at least five other women. Oh yeah. On that documentary that had the same exact story as her. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a there's a cycle there's a the 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 rape is only one of the the violations. Oh yeah, I mean he raped the other girl. Was said she was raped too. Yeah, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. In each instance, the rape is only one violation of that. Woman. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You see what I'm it's saying? Layers before that, it's multiple violations that happen leading up to that. Which is which is why, in a lot of times, there is there there has to be somebody that cracks it, and when somebody cracks it, it this that comes out in mass. You see what I'm saying? But there's a reason that it happens that way because they've been beaten into submission. Yeah. They've been locked into a position that it doesn't make sense for them to tell anybody. And they they, they, they have told people. And it right. hadn't mattered. And it hadn't mattered. Yeah. So then you feel voiceless or powerless. Exactly. And then you got to understand I'm in the male-dominated industry. Right. Which that also kind of disarms you because you think I, whoever I tell, they are probably... They're running in the same circle, so they already know what's they know. going on. Matter they fact, know, and they may be guilty of the same thing, so why would they? She said on day him? one, Lehor told her he didn't oh, want to yeah. see her. That was a yeah. warning. He was basically warning her that, you see what I'm saying? I, you ain't here for nothing but sex. Mm-hmm. If you here to see Russell, you ain't here for nothing but sex, period. I don't care how valuable you think you are. I don't want to see you. Is mm-hmm. what Leo told us. So he basically told, but you can't see that. That's hindsight being twenty twenty. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. But so I mean, 
if it's happening at that high level, and we know it's happening at high, that high oh, level, yeah, for and sure. if somebody that we love and revere and respect as much as Russell was doing it, imagine what somebody like Suge was doing. Oh, man. I mean, not to throw Suge under the bus, but I'm just saying somebody of Suge's character. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, a, no, grimy, no, no. like a grimy-ass nigga. Like yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. we know right. won't hit on nothing. Right. And, and you got people like, you got people... Not to throw him under the bus, but he gave this interview himself. You got Irv Gotti, oh yeah, on Drink Champ saying that he made Superhead give the whole crew head in the tour in 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 the in the in the in the, in the, in the trailer so right, that she could stay on set. What? Yeah. So we went from. MC Light yeah. and Salt and Pepper to straight up raping women. Right. And and making them basically do gangbangs and do, you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like hip hop culture digressed to that. Right. And you know what's crazy? What? The person you just mentioned, Irv Gotti, because I saw the interview along with others and mm-hmm. he talked about Mm-hmm. Him that at that time, yeah, right. And when you look at the time, and you you've heard it yourself too from Russell, mainly Reverend Run, right. But talk about how cocaine and women—that's everywhere they went. Cocaine mm-hmm. and women. Yep. yep, they was wild. They was said. rock stars. They was rock stars. And the crazy thing is, bro, it's like okay, okay, okay. This is a devil's advocate and. If we don't hold rock stars to a higher standard and they are rock stars based on that behavior, why mm-hmm. are we asking hip hop artists to do differently? Because they are the rock stars of today. Should should that just be expected behavior or should we hold them to a different high to, to a higher standard because they're a reflection of us? Right. So uh, well what so I think it me personally, I think across the board, everybody should be held <laughs> to the standard of doing what is right. Yeah, you know what's you know? crazy is after I asked the question, I'm waiting for your answer. That answer popped into my head, and then you <laughs> said it. I'm like, damn it, that was good. That's my co-host there. Yeah. That's my co-host there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because that was a that was a trick question, and I didn't yeah. even mean for it to be a trick question. But you, right. that was a perfect answer, though. Yeah, because. There is no nowhere yet. It's just that everybody should yeah. be held to the standard of doing right by each and every one. I mean, there's no way around that. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just no way. Because I don't justify it for the rock stars living the rock star life. I hear you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. They should be. If they're doing what we're talking about, and that's the problem. And they were. And, and, yeah, and you know they were. And we, we, yeah. Like we said, like the hip hop music industry is a direct reflection of the music industry on the whole. Right. Because hip hop came later. Yeah. We didn't create what we doing. We <laughs> didn't create the power that comes with what we doing. We didn't create the lineage of what a rock star is. We didn't create the drug culture. We didn't create rape culture. Right. And uh, right. Which is good part. We're going to, I want to get into uh, the creation of rape culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but and more, more. Well, I won't say more importantly, but in addition uh, 
to what you're saying that's even um that has great significance is we didn't create the structure mm. of the music industry how it's ran right. the execs and what they do right now we and how, how they wield their power to satisfy their own desires yeah we didn't create that we followed it yeah yeah we followed it but we didn't create it yeah yeah i mean huh it's funny so it's it's like saying and this ain't no excuse by by any means but if you saw it happening then you'll probably repeat it it's mm -hmm. like with anything you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. if if the if the if the music if hip-hop music insiders saw the music industry acting this way right and they took it upon themselves to act this way uh i i think that's industry level right mm -hmm. but on the art level i don't i don't know that that's we can't blame that on that yeah you see what I'm saying? That's a, that art level is yes, it's impacted by what they've been told to do because they think sex sales and these things. But at, at on some level, you got to be responsible for the art you putting in the world. If the if the execs is acting like Romans, Greeks and Romans back in the day, wilding out, then you still yeah. have to you still have to have your moral compass, right? Or, or at least try to maintain it, but. Like we said, with power and with money and with pressure and with these things, that shit goes out the window, and we ended up when we ended up with WAP. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And, and you know what? I wanted before it slipped my mind. I want to highlight. I think one of the important points of the uh, docu series, which made me, which I liked, and. It didn't make an excuse for anyone's behavior, be it rape, sexual harassment, or whatever type of the sexual abuse it was. But, <clears throat> but uh, I think it was, I think it was, yeah, Drew Dixon. She talked about when she was sixteen or either eighteen, uh, her father taking them on a family trip to Ghana, and mm -hmm. going to the castle where the slaves were held in West Africa, and then talked about where the women were chained up, and then they were raped. And then, the, and then the men that tried to fight to protect them and stuff, where they would show the cells, where they were put and stuff like that. So she was talking about uh, from slavery, the whole breakdown of the of the male female, the black male female dynamic and relationship. For sure, it, it's been fractured since slavery, and of course we know more about it. Right. What happened, even the plantations, what they did mm -hmm. to break the connection. And after so that, that Cointel Pro, Cointel Pro, and, sure. and on and on to make sure the family structure stayed fractured and that we didn't really see each other mm -hmm. in the right way. Mm -hmm. So the so this spilled over into the music. Okay. Right? Because number one, like the average person, unless you just grew up a little different, mm -hmm. right? And um the way you was taught and raised, uh maybe you it you was able to combat some of the 
extreme forces outside of your home and in the environment, aka peer pressure and other stuff. But for the most part, most people grow up, you don't have a healthy respect. You may have respect for your mom and sister and stuff like that to a degree, but if we really had a healthy respect for our mom and our sister, then that would translate to all the other women in the community, which you and I know (laughs) from middle school and high school, it did not. It just did. At all. It just didn't. And we know that based on our mistreatment mm-hmm. of women. Yep, and the, and the women and our in our lives. Mistreatment of women. And the women in our lives. And the women in our lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so, so so it does it's not shocking that now from the mindset, from the traumatic experience yeah. uh, coming up from slavery and then other you know stereotypes and prejudice uh that we suffer from, things that's perpetrated against us that the mindset now somehow we are comfortable with blatantly making them only sexual objects in our music yeah. or making them the um foil yeah yeah, yeah making, making them the foil making them the one you can't trust making them the bitch making them the hoe making them the mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying if, if we don't right. you know what i mean if we ain't only getting pleasure from them they ain't shit in right. the music. You see what I'm right. saying? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, there's, that there's, 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 so ridiculous. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And, and uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, but that that was very telling. Uh, that part. And so, so it's not surprising that so many executives and so many people, as you climb up the ladder, um, <laughs> are having that mindset. Now, mind you that. They even if they didn't originate the mindset, right? But well, I put it like this before the sexual abuse that was happening to black women in America was done by us, mm-hmm. it was done by those who brought us into captivity first. Facts. You know what I mean? And Facts. so at, and you are you you've often heard the saying, and I've heard the saying, you know, people that hurt people hurt other people, yep. right? Well, as you said, you do what you see. Mm-hmm. So a lot mm-hmm. of the behavior, right, mm-hmm. is mimicry behavior too. Yeah, yeah, boy. I tell you what, that's an A plus right there. I did like because <laughs> that was real though. I mean, for real, because yeah, it's very true, man. It's very true. So it, it kind of speaks to to what I was saying. Where the separation was that that did that doesn't exist. Like it, they've been training us to do ourselves dirty. The entire time, right? You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. and and like we spoke about before, they've tricked us into doing it through the music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad that they they waited until it was the most popular music on the planet. It's like, oh, now we got now it's the most popular music on the planet. Let's make you know, because there was a time where there were very very positive messages in the music, not hip hop. I mean, even in hip hop, but yeah. You know, the the seventies was great. Yeah. For messaging towards yeah. Yeah, for our people. Um, we lost a little bit of that in the eighties. We gained some of it back in hip hop in the late eighties. Um but it went away again. And from then on out, man, it's just been total destruction of of ourselves and especially of the women. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um so how do we reverse it? Do we like you know what I mean? Mm. 
Well, uh, what what music does? See, this is the thing: the music attached attached to imagery mm-hmm. is projected to the world, and that creates that creates an interpret that that creates a reality mm-hmm. of what it is to be a woman or what it is to be black man, black woman, like right here in America. That image goes out all over the world. Right. So you have to change the words and change the images that's being pumped to our, to our own people and mm-hmm. children and to the world. Because, okay, if all we're saying, it, if all the person in China, all they know of us is based off of what Two Live Crew says about us and black women, right. then that's right. their understanding of us. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. So then the only way to change it is, okay, then there's a new narrative that has to impregnate the industry. There's a new imagery that's got to be associated with the music that is projected to the world to help shape it. And even us, the same right. thing. And then, and then also, and then to be honest, just integrity on both ends. And now I mean integrity for artists, mm-hmm. um, the male artists and female artists. Like, but see, it, it, it's a way to do it. Like it, it can be done, right? It can be reversed, but the people involved have to want to change. Like you can never make someone change that don't want to change. That's facts. You have to want to change. That's facts. Right? And the problem is, is to, to be honest, is perks and the money that come with perpetuating a broken image mm-hmm. of a woman, what a black woman truly is, a black man is, it, 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 that that that's making that that's making more money. And unfortunately a lot of people is willing uh to sell it. You mentioned something, you mentioned WAP earlier, mm-hmm. right? And I was looking at an interview and Saigon was talking about how he has an eight year old daughter. Mm-hmm. And he was saying like people have been defending like artists saying like they doing their thing, you know what I mean? That's you know like and he was saying uh, it, it, he made a good point, simple point, but he was saying you wouldn't show a child, you wouldn't show a child pornography, would you? <laughs> he was like, okay, so do you understand the impact and the damage like the the, the images are having on yeah. the young impressionable minds that don't have understanding yeah you know what i mean and what if they think this that is how i'm supposed to be right that's what success of a black woman looks like this is what i have yeah and and, and, and the thing is this media is so pervasive in our lives that you can't you can't hide it from your kids Right. There was a time where you could, where there were certain channels that you could watch, uh, and mm-hmm. then you knew you couldn't watch. And there was, you see what I'm saying? So like, yeah, yeah. So the music, even even at the time where BT late, you know what I'm saying? Like late night, uncut yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like even that yeah. was separate. Like you, your eight year old right. ain't supposed to be up. Ain't at gonna midnight. be up at two in the morning. Right. right. So if it's on, it's on. Yeah. It's, there was some separation. Mm-hmm. Now with media being as pervasive as it is, it's on it's on the phone, it's on YouTube, it's on TV, it's on whatever you know what I mean. On every 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 out every every platform you can pick up, you got access to it, and so does your kid. So it makes it harder to draw that line for them. You know what I mean? So it makes what Saga said make way more relevant. Right? You know what I mean, um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like you should censor people. Like you make what you want to make. 
Um, mm-hmm. But, damn. You know what I mean? Like, damn. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm not just talking about WAP. I'm talking about, right. you know what I mean? Like, I everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, ain't, you know, I ain't picking on them. Yeah, no, I get you. You know, it is what it is. Like, I definitely, if if I can nearly put it in your mouth, come on. I'm rocking out. One of the biggest songs in the world. Yeah. It's it's all it's, that, it's a staple. If you put that on at any time in the club or any party, people are going nuts. Period. Straight up. It's so, very bad. Yeah. Yeah. That might be the flagship song of misogyny. Maybe, but he gave her whole he gave her the part at the end. Right. When she yeah. talked just as grimy to him. So Yeah. So well at least he was he's equal opportunity. Equal opportunist. I can rock with that at least, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah the only only thing we can really do about misogyny and hip hop is hope. Well, we can't hope. We could actually try to impact younger people to create different art than what they're what is seemingly they're in line to mimic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, because like we said, humans—that's what we do. We mimic. So, right now, it ain't looking like we're gonna be able to stomp this stuff out. Even though, no. even though, even though we do have let's let's not speak like we don't have artists that uplift women. Yeah, you see what I mean? Like Sean do a good job, Wale do a good job, Cole do a good mm-hmm. job, Kendrick do a good job. Um, not so much Drake. Uh, so much Drake. Uh, yeah. So there are some top tier, or there's three or four of the top tier hip hop artists that really do seem to care for black women. Yeah. Um, but there are tons that don't. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, I mean, it just needs, like everything else we talk about, bro, it just needs more balance. It does it needs more balance. It needs more balance, and and I think men in the industry need to step up and protect women more. Mm-hmm. And and say, nah, you don't have to do that, sis. Like you ain't gotta do that. Right. You don't right. have to do that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know you got to deal, but you ain't got to do that. We are gonna figure this one out without you having. If you want to do that, then that's cool. If that's what you want to do, then cool. But I'm gonna let you know you ain't gotta do it. We can figure right. it out. You see right. what I'm saying? Give her the opportunity to figure it out. Yeah. So uh, let me. Oh man. Yeah. And we <clears throat> we're at. Let me let me see where we at. We are almost an hour in, and yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I want to do a part two to this, but we need to get one to two uh, women on here with us on the next accord. We got to absolutely. You know, what I mean? or else they're going to be calling us misogynists. How are you going to talk about misogynists? Don't even get the woman voice to balance the conversation. I agree. But we have to have that. So, Futane Clan and first time listeners, this is you know, this is just our intro. This is like our opening thesis statement. This whole show, right? We're going to open it up, and we're going to have uh, female guests on so they can weigh in and give balance and give more clarity from their perspective on this. Um, but I want to ask you this. Okay. This is the this is the question of the night, right? Considering all that we've talked about and the topic of this, mm-hmm. the show topic, right? How do you feel? How off? No, let me. How off base or how on base is what Jaguar Wright has been 
saying for the last month because she's been going nuts everywhere. Everybody's been everywhere. ducking this shit. Too. And she's telling people pull up and dropping her at me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. How, what I feel about it is there was an era where artists were a lot more responsible with their music than they were with their dicks. You see what I'm saying? They were more responsible yeah. with the music than they were with their actions. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They were uh, they were more respectful with, with, with their music than they were with their actions. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, you know what I mean? Really what it boiled down to they was foul niggas. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They was foul niggas. I won't. I won't be 100 percent honest with you. I don't know. I don't remember everything she said they did. You see what right, I'm saying? Right. But I don't know that they was much more foul than I was. Mm. No, no, no. Well, I, I. What specifically are you speaking about? Okay, because yeah, because I was helping out. Like some, some, yeah, some of the stuff I know you ain't do. What, what, what did she say? Common did exactly. Common tried oh, to take it while she okay, was asleep, right? That's what she yeah. said. Now nah, you yeah. never did no shit like that. No, you ain't never did like that. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't even like drunk pussy. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's that's yeah. That's, you see what I'm saying? Like you, you playing with a rape charge? Nah, keep it because you didn't give it you to me. I, mean? I, I like to. So yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, and, absolutely. So, so, but yeah, to do that, she sleep, and then she said she wake up to him trying to put his stuff in in her mouth. Yeah, that's you nice. know what I mean. Nah, I right. never did no crazy shit. Right, but then it, then she mentioned other actual cases of rape. You know what I mean? And she mentioned you know just wild stuff going on on the tour bus when she was on tour. Right. You know, and then she was saying like, and and this, this is so crazy. She mentioned one time, well, not one time, but this is one aspect of touring with the roots and mm-hmm. all the other artists on the mm-hmm. bus bunch of men and she at that time i think it was just two women on the bus but she said waking up <laughs> waking up and they're playing porno first and eating cereal first thing yeah, in the morning wilding. she was like they and in, i pulled them aside and told them like what are y'all doing they in full like, debauchery mode right full debauchery mode full and debauchery you have mode. women on the like no respect they don't care well, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Full debauchery mode. Yeah, you see what I'm debauchery. saying. And yeah. I, like I said, like there have been nights where me and my niggas went into full debauchery mode. Yeah, yeah. We ain't never, ever, ever, ever took nothing from nobody or even thought about exactly. taking nothing from nobody. Exactly. So that's why I want to draw the line. You see right, what I'm saying? Right. That's why I right. asked, like, what things are you talking about? So I could say, you see what right. I'm saying? Like they're up mm-hmm. to a point. We was grimy, so I can't, I can't judge them for that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. now now taking something from anybody is nuts. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's crazy. So but like I like I said, I feel like they were a lot more responsible with their music than they were with their morals, their mute their 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 bodies, their you see what I'm saying, their actions. Mm-hmm. It's just real. It's just real. That's it's how it is. And that lets you know that you what a, what a person is saying on a song don't mean nothing. Right. You know what I mean? The type mm-hmm. of hat a nigga wearing don't yeah. mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could still be wilding out. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it, 
that lets you know it's even deeper than the music though that lets you know that what you was talking about like the impact of of systematic the impact of the systematic breaking down of black family black man and black woman um, yeah it, these these are the fissures and the cracks that you're gonna see yeah you know what i mean but when you see them you, you we, we it's time we recognize them and at least speak to the entertainment of what's going on and letting people know okay this ain't Let's stop calling hip hop real. Let's stop saying I'm real. Let's stop saying let's take that out. If we're gonna keep doing this, if we're gonna keep down this road, let's take let's let it be wrestling completely. Right, right, right. And it's easier to explain to your kids. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's easy to explain to your kids. So let's stop let's 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 make it full entertainment and then we could just say that's what it is. And we can stop lying to the kids and saying, I'm the realest, I'm a real bitch, I'm a real nigga. You see what I'm saying? Like, I do, all this is bullshit. We just entertaining y'all. For money. For money. And this ain't what you want to be. I'm not right. even that. Yeah, right. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's got to do something, though. But the, but to keep the hip hop is the realest genre and this is what we selling don't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't at all, man. It don't make sense. It don't make sense. And it don't make sense for us to keep buying it neither. No. I mean, but we ain't the we ain't the age bracket that's buying it no more. You see what I'm saying? They're not selling it to us. I'm definitely not buying it. Yeah. But you know, but it's still getting bought. Oh yeah, it is for sure. That's the thing. And we can't dictate to the kids what they like and what they don't like. So it's like what generation do you catch? You see what I'm saying? What execs do you catch mm-hmm. that's going to flip the switch and try to make it different? Right. You know, and let's not forget that Eve wasn't this type of MC. Let's not forget that, you see what I'm saying? Eve was stand up. Like, she wasn't, yeah. she didn't play herself. Um, there's a lot of female rappers that didn't play themselves. But she yeah, came yeah. through a crew of niggas that didn't make her play herself. They right. played up the stripper thing a little bit. Yeah, they did a little bit. They played up the strip. She said she stripped for two months total. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so they played up the stripper thing a little bit. Uh but you know, they didn't make her play herself, I don't feel. Right. Um I I I, I huh. Yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough, bro. It's rough. So yeah, we'll do part two, and we'll definitely get the perspective of some women. So they'll, you know, maybe maybe they'll help us understand um, how they would deal with it with, if faced with the situation. Because I would like to know, um, right? And I would like to know how they feel when hearing it. Um, mm-hmm. I, and, and personal experiences, facts of of misogyny in general, facts, facts. I mean, shit. I man, look, I done had conversations with my female friends, and they done told me that they done molested niggas. So I know damn well it's niggas that's done crossed the line. Yes, yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Just being over sexualized, just doing too much. Mm-hmm. And these are we nobodies. So these people with power is tripping. You gotta know it, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So just magnify that you run a whole music label industry. You're one of the top guys or you have X amount of million dollars behind your name and private jets and like out of control. Niggas is bugging. I'm telling you, they bugging. Every night they wilding. 
Yep. Yep. You bet on that. Yep. And 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 especially if they don't have the moral compass and in, in integrity that you have, or let's say like the common guiding, let's say person has, right? Oh, they really wowing. Yeah. Because see, the problem is most of the time, the more money and power that you that the person get, the more they start to feel like they are God mm-hmm. Almighty. They do whatever. They set their own parameters. Yeah. They're above and not to mention this is why they this is where the legal trouble they literally think they're above the law because they yeah. think they can pay off or manipulate everyone based on money and influence. Yeah. And for a while they are it able. worked. Yeah, that's true. That's the sad part. That's yeah. the sad part. But right, I because mean, you get so many casualties in between that time. Yep. But one final, like, I got one final thing on, on misogyny and hip hop. This documentary came out on HBO Max. Not everybody's got that. Cool. A lot of people do have HBO, though, so I know people have had the opportunity to see it. I sent you a YouTube link. Yeah, I watched it on YouTube. whole thing. I watched it on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. I ain't heard not a mumbling word about this documentary from nobody in no media. Mm -hmm. Like it ain't out. Like it didn't happen. Yeah. Which is, don't you think that's, you know, that is so extremely, uh, that might be the biggest sign of misogyny in hip hop, that no, all these hip hop podcasts, yep. nobody said nothing about this when it dropped. Nope. I haven't heard not, I haven't heard any mention from any hip hop type of media outlet at all say anything about it. Nobody. Just us. Just us, just us in this conversation. It's because we have conversations about hip hop on on you know why? not what's most popular. Wow. Right, exactly. And you know why niggas ain't talking about it yet? Let's be real clear. And what mm-hmm. separates us from the rest of these suckers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, talk spicy now. Like what really separates us from the rest? Because now the ones that have bigger platforms than us that really are somebody, right? right. I'm just saying for instance, and this ain't even a shot, but like a Joe Button podcast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I know they in transition and all that, but someone you was actually in the industry, so you know firsthand, or maybe you you've been involved in stuff because he is kind of on the hot seat right now. Damn, I feel bad even like throwing him. But point is, like, yo, why y'all not lifting y'all voice to say something about it? Because they know even better than we do because they have they went higher in the industry, That's so true. they have seen more of it and maybe have been a part of it. But the point is, even if you was a part of the problem, then you can still help to be uh, resolve, help resolve the problem, That's especially to take responsibility. So I, I don't know if people are being quiet about it because nobody wants to call certain people out or don't, they don't want to. Maybe they got relationships with them still. Yeah. Right. So they don't want to say nothing. But but, bro. It is no way nobody has said anything except for a podcast that's on the come up. How is that possible? They've seen it. They know about it. Right. They stayed away from this just like they did Desiree Perez. Right. And, to, and, and let's be clear. Let's, thank you. Let's talk shit now, man. Like, <laughs> come on with it, cuz. Conversate for a few and let's be on record. And we got the record. 
No podcast. Nobody said nothing about Desiree Perez. Link none of this to Jay and all the songs from Jay. You from You Must Love Me yeah. to all the songs that connected all the dots of who is who until we did it. After we did it recently, Queens Flip talked about it. And uh. Then other people start talking about it. This was like a, almost you know three weeks ago. Yeah, we've yeah. been we've been decoding. <laughs> Damn near a year ago. Facts. Nobody was speaking on. Facts. That's big facts, bro. We do have the tough conversations here, yo. Yeah, because we don't have the allegiances to none of these people. That's fact. You know what I mean? And and we're not we're not guilty of of whatever they've done in the industry because we ain't in that industry. Nope. So I don't know whatever they did on their tour buses. Yeah. And after the shows let out and all of that with nope. all these people, we ain't a part of that. Nope. You know what I mean? So I feel like, but what 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 they don't and like even Nori, I like I like Drink Chance, but I think like they, I'm just naming big platforms yeah. that could address this and yeah. help the problem. He was, he was at Death Jam. He got to know. He got to know. So my thing is by staying away from it, it just makes everyone look guilty. Yeah. It makes it like you know what I'm saying. It just it just makes it look like damn, there is something strange going on here. People ain't even talking about it at all. Well, the no thing coverage. is, it, it, it's like it's, it's like the black it's like the black child that gets gunned down and you don't ever hear about it. There you go, there you go. It's, it's, it's the same thing. It's either it's either say it's either say nothing and seem guilty, or say something and admit guilt. Mm-hmm. That's the position they in. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? It's either say nothing and 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 seem guilty, or speak. And you got to admit guilt, because this is obvious. Yeah. And it ain't, I ain't saying everybody doing it, but I'm saying everybody in the industry knows somebody right. that is. Right, and, right, exactly. And I'm not saying that everyone ha- like raped anyone. No. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is 99.999% of them, I've heard enough stories from Herb, from everybody about how wild it was in the hotels with groupies and on tour buses. Right. Right. And we see how women are handled and portrayed predominantly um, in the music industry. Right. And you look at the videos. If if the videos are indicative of what you think you can get away with on the bus. Oh, my God. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's it's just it's sort of obvious, man. It's obvious that there's so mass. This it's obvious that it's mass disrespect. It, yeah. it's, it's a lot of. I'm not gonna say I could have dodged all of it if I had made it into the industry. You see what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say that because there were times in life, like we said, we weren't the most respectful of women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I pray to God I could have dodged some of that. I know. I know there's some things I definitely wouldn't have done. Yeah, some stuff I definitely. I'm not. First of all, I'm not waking up at ten. No, I'm not taking every with a bunch of grown men. No, that's out of the question. That's out of the question. That's <laughs> out of the question. And me taking something from somebody is out. Of yeah, the question. not taking anything. Yeah, not taking yeah. nothing from nobody. Like, but I don't know, man. Misogyny and hip hop. I part one. Part one. I'm I'm gonna let the people know that I I sent you that link, asked you to watch it, said we we agreed this would be the topic. The only thing we said in regards to this topic before we started this show was the documentary. Some shit, ain't it? We didn't. Have, yeah, that was the only thing that was said. That was the only thing and that, that was, was said. Enough. 
and that was enough. But we wanted. I just, yeah. I just wanted to give people some understanding of what they listened to. They y'all listened to our conversation right. about a topic we interested in. Mm-hmm. We 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 picked the topic. I sent you some information, and we discussed it. We didn't sit back and decide we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna leave this out. We're gonna leave that out. We gotta make sure we, that ain't what we did. We had a genuine conversation about something we care yeah. about. You see what I'm saying? And that's what Conversate for a few is. And because we care about it, we definitely going to bring some women on here to to get a deeper perspective and a deeper understanding of misogyny and hip-hop and what it means on the, from a more global perspective, right? More personal and global perspective. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. All right. So you, sure. think, you think we did enough on this one, bro? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think we covered it for the first first phase of this conversation no doubt no doubt i think so too i think so too um so with that being said man i'm gonna ask y'all to go to facebook and instagram and follow us at conversate for a few um shoot go to youtube and make sure you subscribe right uh go to youtube and subscribe uh leave us a comment on youtube because we're more likely to see it on there than we are anywhere else yeah. Um, if you're not a YouTube head, then you can check us out on Anchor. You can check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Google Podcasts and Stitcher. Um, leave us a message there too. Rate the show. Share the show with your friends from any of those platforms. Matter of fact, go to all of those platforms and share the show with your friend from yeah. each one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to give my man Dreet London a mer- uh, a shout out about the merch, man. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Dreams of Children Music Group, bro. Uh, I thought it was fire, so I copped it, man. I appreciate the hard work the boys is putting in, man. Um, they call me Big Merch, so I'm gonna come. I'm gonna try to come in with, with you know, what I'm saying with some new merch on every once in a while. I think the last show, with I ain't gonna say that because I don't even think yeah. I it out yet. But um, anyway, shout That's out to Dream London, man. Go find, go, yeah, go find uh Dot Music Group. DOC Music Group. Um, I think it's at Dot Music Group on on Instagram. They got the link in the bio if y'all trying to get that. Uh, hopefully soon we'll have a link in our bio so you can cop our limited edition Futane Clan merch. Um, what we, right, right. What we doing is training y'all to enjoy the merch, and then we are gonna pop up with our own on, and then you be like, oh, that's what we expect. That's what we hope for. Right, right, right. Because our joint gonna be. I just gotta be. Our joint gonna be the illest. I'm I just gotta tell you. Super fire. Super fire. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, with that being said, man, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.